You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Deception After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, AfterBuzzers. Bing us for doing. This evening we're doing NBC's Deception, Season 1, Episode 8. Stay with me. I want you to stay for a little while. I want you to no, stay. Yeah. No, okay. Sir. Let's jump right into the episode. Wrong. That's the wrong song. <laughs> That's Jodeci. Stay, baby. But not stay with me. Is baby. I didn't won't. say with me after that, but I did say the title. Stay with me. How about y'all both stick to hosting because singing is not your forte. Babe, I want you to. Impressions are, and I really can. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> so okay, so let's start this episode. Really, like, was kind of explosive, especially how it started. Edward has this press conference putting Bowers Pharmaceuticals on blast for the cover-up. Yes. No bueno for Robert. He's livid, and everybody doesn't know how to respond or react to this. I don't think they expected him to to go there. Exactly. I'm kind of sad. Wait, what is that, Steve? Oh, not us. (laughs) Steve says not. (laughs) That's our producer, ladies and gentlemen. Um, So... No, yeah, I'm, weigh in on that, Megan. Yeah, like, so the funny part about it is that when you cross the Bowers family, you die. <laughs> Edward, did you like not you get that? that? You cross so, the Bowers family, you die. That's what happens repeatedly. I was going to say, that's the PSA, actually. Yes. Don't cross the Bowers Don't family. Don't cross them. And he did just that. He, he put the whole entire family on blast with a press conference to say that Lyrotraw killed a hundred some people in multiple countries. One hundred and seven death tolls in over five countries. Yes. Twenty-seven deaths in Thailand. Nineteen in Mexico. Twenty-five in Poland. That doesn't equal a hundred and something. Well, but, you know, it's all good. Okay. The, the point math. is, there's a lot of people that That's died. That's that fuzzy math. <laughs> and now that Lyrotrol had been greenlighted to go ahead and be put on shelves, it's now clearly going to get yanked off. Right. And. Now the com- Bowers Pharmaceutical is in turmoil because now stockholders are like, what's going on? Right. In a way, you know, stocks drop, everything. So, yeah, Edward, you're probably going to die. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think Edward's going to die. Who knows? He might. He, he may, but I think he's the the conscious of the show at this point. Yeah. for At least for yeah. the Bauer side. I mean, when it comes to Joanne and Will, they obviously have an agenda and a plan that has to do with the work. And Joanna is just trying to find out who killed Vivian, and there's so much more, and everything is so so much deeper. And mm-hmm. Their conscience doesn't really count because they're the law; they represent the law. Yeah, Joanna and Will. For Edward, Ed, it's more of a moral dilemma that we're finding, mm-hmm. and we're seeing Julian come in. Go ahead, Bam. What are you gonna say? And also with the fact that Edward is unsure about his past with the killing. Right. He wants to, like you said, he wants to clear his conscience, and he doesn't want to have anything to do with corruption. 
Yeah. And his dad, I think Bob is a little torn, like he's upset. And of course, he wants to fix his, you know, he wants to fix his family. But there's a side of him, I feel, that Bob kind of wants to kill or do something bad to his son. But that's also a son. And so he's reflecting and thinking, okay, he's kind of, I think he's not 50-50 on the fence. But there's a side of him that kind of wants to deal with it in different ways than he would normally do someone else. Yeah, but at the same time, he's still Robert Bowers. He mm-hmm. still he yeah. doesn't deal with, you know, somebody crossing him very kindly. He doesn't do that. And I think it was smart, though, that Edward did that because he said for the protection of his family. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, now that it's out there, of course, if something happens to him, then it would be very obvious. Right. And even Joanna mentioned that. Yes. She mentioned that, look, now that he is had the press conference, that was the best move he could make to actually protect him mm-hmm. yeah. his, and his and his immediate family or or his, his wife and, and kids because he was going to put them on blast. I mean, they had gotten into a, he got into a fist fight with his brother at the the press at the, the other at the gala the, at the gala at the yeah. event to uh, to to formally make the public announcement that Lyra Troll was going to be put on the market and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So they knew he was up to something, obviously, and it was causing a problem. What did you guys think about when Bob went to Julian and told him now he needs to uh, go to the press and? kind of do the other side to do press to do damage control and Julian was not so happy about that because it's basically like saying you know my brother's crazy he killed this girl and now he is trying to bring our family down he's going through something mentally Mm -hmm. you know and I mean as as a brother you don't want to do that to your family like you as a good brother which I think he is he doesn't want to do that and his dad is like look put all that nice flowery stuff to the side is it just me, or does it seem like Julian kind of lives in this bubble? Because Edward has been dealing with real-world situations for a number of years now, which is you know why he wanted to be a politician. And he's a little more cognizant of. Like, it seems like Julian lives in this bubble. Is, is that does that seem does it seem like that to you guys? That's how it seems. I mean, to I me. think it's like little brother syndrome. Yeah, I think. because Robert is like even like what was it last episode or two episodes ago? He was like, "Look, grow up. We didn't get to where we are by." playing by the rules yeah. uh, all the time. So it just seems like he's not completely aware. I think he thinks that we're just really, really smart family and we just happen to come up with all these amazing things so. and we're rich. I just, I, yeah. Whereas Edward is actually a little wise to, you know, and, and Vivian was wise. It just seems like Julian is like well, kind of blonde. Well, the it. older brother, t- <laughs> the, the oldest sibling always tend to, to be a little more stable because they've gone through more. Normally the younger by the time you get to the to the baby, the rules the rules don't apply. You know, parents they they they're tired. They don't do as much as discipline anymore. But wasn't Vivian the youngest? No, she's the middle. She's, she's the, the middle, middle child. She's okay. the middle. Then there's Julian. Oh, okay, okay. And so Julian is really the baby. Is he? Hold on. I thought Vivian was the youngest. I think Vivian is the youngest. Oh, okay. Because I think her and, and Joanna are the same age, and they were a little bit younger than. From what I'm assuming, they're a little from, bit younger from, than... From what I remember, I thought he said... I thought Julian has referred to her as his younger sister or little sister. Okay. I, I before, can, but... I could be wrong. But either way, he's, yeah. he is a little brother. Yeah, right. So, you know what I mean? And he's I spoiled. But I just yeah. think as a grown man, at this point, he's a doctor. He's formulating, like, high-end drugs, and his family is running this huge pharmaceutical firm. I would think that he would have a little more insight to how his family got to where they were. I mean, I think he does, but I think he's been shielded for the most part as well. I think his father, you know, 
probably had Edward doing most of, you know, grooming Edward to take his place. Right. So then Julian is is the second brother. Julian is Prince Harry, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, essentially, he's Prince Harry. Right. So he's... He he doesn't have as much insight as his older brother does just because his father was probably, you know, trying to make sure that Edward was prepared right. to take over all of the corruption and all of the craziness that comes with the Bowers family. Yeah. Just to go back to you saying him having Edward get prepared, go back, going back really quickly to whether or not Edward is going to get bumped off. He said he's really tired of cleaning up, cleaning up. Robert said he's really tired of cleaning up after Edward but and his messes. I think... I think that I won't say it was a desperate move, but I think he said that to remind him to to get in his head because he well, he definitely did because the board said, "Look, you got to get a hold of this," or the the board may deem you mm-hmm. unfit it, yeah. to to run the company if you can't get control of your family. Yeah. That's why you can't work with your family. You sure can. Business and family. Gotta keep it yeah, but then if you remember, he has that conversation with Haverstock, and he gets the club. That allegedly right. is the murder weapon for Kimberly Yeager. And he's like, I want that, you know. I, right. And I think now Robert is going to probably use that against Edward. Instead of Haverstock now using it, he's probably going to use it against his own son. Well, here, here's the thing with that, though. It's in Robert's best interest to get a hold of that golf club anyway. But because Edward holds the Bower's name, that's going to – that information, even if he had cut off and disowned Edward, would still damage the Bowers family and damage the Bowers empire because he is a Bowers. So if that information were to ever come out, that would hurt Robert and the rest of the family either way, mm-hmm. whether they cut him off or not. So it's in his best interest to get a hold of that golf club. Very true. But I think he, he doesn't, I think at this point he's using that um, against his own son. I don't think he's using that to protect his family. I think he's more concerned, like I got to get a hold of my son. And if that means I have to make sure he goes to jail, <laughs> Then that's what I'm going to have to do. Dun, dun, dun. Everybody yeah. watch out. Right. So the stock drops and Robert writes a check for half a million dollars. Who needs that chump change? Right. He just writes it. Gives it to Joanna and is like, yeah, go to the bank, cash this, and take this over to blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? Go and cash this? I'm like. Do you think she was right to question him? Because she was like, you know, uh, yeah. Yes. Who who would Who's who would gonna... be okay with just take? That's like saying okay. It's like giving me twenty five dollars a check that's for twenty five dollars and saying, "Hey, go cash this." Cool, five hundred thousand dollars. Relax. It was a hypothetical question. Damn. <laughs> no, but I'm saying that's cra- no. It's crazy though for him to think that it was okay and that you know basically he's he's very loose with his corruption because at this point here is Joanna who is his assistant and he's like just go t- you know go cash this right. bring the money back like no protection no no gun nothing just right. carry this $500,000 you young lady and bring it back right. or take it to the people who need it to take it to the stock promoters who are going to help keep the do you, keep do you the think, stock up cuz the stock was dropping you think that was a setup you know what? That may come out later. I'm still trying to dissect this whole Russian thing yeah. for me personally, how it's been written into. I'm like, okay, I know I've been paying half half of attention to what's going on. So I'm like, you know, what's the deal with this Russian uh, Russian mob scenario? So- I'm trying to figure out exactly how important they are. I, well, I think, I mean, they found the jump drive, which is what they stole from Vivian. Right. And I think that's how they, the police, the FBI connected the dots, that they were the ones that killed her. 
Um, at the beginning of the episode, you see them with all the weapons that they've confiscated from them. Um, and I think I think that plays a role. So we kind of know now who killed Vivian, but it really doesn't mm-hmm. matter because we don't really know. You know what I'm saying? We know who killed her, but we don't really know who killed her. You see right. what I mean? So I think and they... wouldn't use Rayburn for that job, I don't think. No, no. probably not. He uses, he uses Rayburn for strangers. My... I don't know. The Rayburn whole, for strangers, strangers for family. The whole thing was weird how <laughs> when she gets out of the bank, she's in the garage, someone's blocking her, someone's blocking her car. Hey, hey, someone's blocking my car. Where was that? Yes. Where there, well, there's no valet. I mean, I know it's New York, but there was no valet. There was no attendant. Like no, he he, there was. He got shot. He was shot. You didn't see that part. That's no, why, because she goes you're, around the you're corner. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Sorry. Because the dude but, ran, ran up yeah. on her was like, "That's yeah. what's gonna happen but to still, you." Next I don't if, you know. like. What I don't get is why she doesn't have a gun because she I was, never but has she a can, gun. But, but as I'm saying, like she she can use the cover story of her being an abused woman as a reason why she needs to carry a weapon because exactly. she doesn't feel safe. She could tell everybody that and they would believe her. So why does she not have a gun? I don't understand that either. <laughs> Carrying and, half a million dollars. Right. At least have a security guy walk with her. Like I would have yeah. parked on the streets so that when I go out the bank, I'm in broad daylight in case anybody tries it. I would have not done that. And you have a $10 billion like Empire Pharmaceutical Company, they have drivers. Okay, she could yeah. have taken a driver. She didn't have to take her own personal car mm-hmm. and get driven to wherever she was going. And I they, mean, just to have to take her personal car for something like that is a little unrealistic yeah. in my view. That's just yes. my view. It was a Hyundai. No, she has a, a no, business she now. has a business. But when she was, and it's convertible. That was the okay, guys. Julian hooked her up, okay? Remember, Will wasn't a, yes. Will was not happy about it. Remember that? Yes, um, <laughs> that was the that was the Russian right. guy. That was the Russian guys because she was blocking. Okay, all right, I'm a little I'm a little off today, but she gave herself up again. <laughs> she says I'm a cop, and once again, whoever she tells she's a cop, they die. They have to die, <laughs> and he dies. <laughs> I thought the whole fight thing was a little funny. How she fought with the uh, fought with the Russian guy who's that car flip was gangster though. Yeah, the car flip was a little gangster. Yeah, but she has to start. Carrying a piece, she does. Because I mean, dude, it's a mace or something, doing? taser, something, a taser, mm-hmm. something. I mean, a, a stick, a knife, a, something, <laughs> pocket knife, something. And then she always, so it's army knife. She always wins by the hair of her chinny chin chin. So there's some glass, and she takes the glass and she slices a guy in the throat, and then he dies. Yeah, well, she she got out of that, and then she ends up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. What so, happened to the money though? Because I feel like if that happened to me, I'd be like, oh, let me drag myself. Because clearly somebody got her from the site where there was an ambulance or something. Right. Where's she didn't think to be like, I'm going to go walk back to the car and get this money. Right. Um, and that's a little suspicious. Yeah. I mean, the car flipped, so maybe it it was ejected from the car on but the But still, the, that would have been a good 500 feet, 400. You know what I mean? That's like, true. But if you she, just finished fighting for your life. Yeah, yeah she didn't break away, anything. She just bruised up. You're not thinking about any money. Yeah. But I'm saying... At this point, there had to have been a lapse in time for the ambulance to come or whoever to come right. and help her get to the hospital. That's true. During that time, I'd have been looking for that money. And I would have told Robert, like, I'm sure it's still at the accident site, Robert, and we're going to go back <laughs> and find this half a million dollars. She's like, I lost the money. So, hold on. Did you even look for it? Cause you- <laughs> no. And they didn't send nobody to look for it. I mean, that's not realistic either. Like, <laughs> I mean, rich people don't stay rich by just, oh, it's okay. It's only money. They're yeah. not like, it's like, okay, we're going to send somebody over there and find this 500000 yeah. yeah, We're not going to just, you know, whatever. It should be at the, cat, at the crash site. And then we'll look for it and see. And then we neglected to mention that once the stock dropped, 
um, Bob decided that he wanted to, to do an in-house or in-company um, lie detector test. Yes. Right. That's true. Yeah. Once Edward did do his uh, did his uh, media takeout bomb. <laughs> yes. Because Sophia said, you need to know who you can trust. Right. So she has a technique for beating the lie detector, which was a sedative or yes. a, like a relaxer type of drug, which is good to know. Thanks, writers. Thank you. Like, what? Is Julian, that even that? true? Julian, <laughs> I don't well, know. Will, I want to test it now just because. But Julian said that well, to her, too. Yeah, he right. Yeah, Will hide. said it and then and then Julian as well. So It's like, well, what's the whole point of everybody's going to be cheating the test? I wonder it's if Julian funny. knows that she has something to hide because he was like, well, if you have something to hide. I think Julian knows, but Julian doesn't care. I think Julian just okay. is smitten by her and he wants her back. Yeah. He just he just wants her back. I think he doesn't care because Julian doesn't have anything to hide. He's not the killer, as far as I'm concerned. Julian is not the killer. He has nothing to hide, so he doesn't really care. He everything he appeals to to Joanna is based on their childhood romance, which has nothing to do with anything else that's going on in this scenario. Yes. So he doesn't he doesn't care, you know, what she's got to hide. Yeah, but then I think more importantly, his new Slash ex boo Audrey. 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 Yeah. Has so she works for yeah. Now she works for a competing pharmaceutical company. Yeah. And she's been commissioned by her boss to go and dig and find out whatever information but and try to sabotage I some have stuff. An with issue Julie. with that? Yeah. <laughs> because it's kind of like go prostitute yourself to him and get some information. Right. Like her boss is really like uh, she's He's like oh I'm out. in the bathroom at <laughs> Julian's house. He's like yeah. Like it sounds like you're in Niagara Falls. Right? I'm over here. Julian Bowers home. Blah 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 blah. Like he's yeah. really pimping around. He's like come right. on back. That's then, disturbing. But then Frank wants wants uh, is the, that his name Frank? Yeah. Okay. And then once he felt that. It, the whole thing was getting out of control. Mm-hmm. Then he wanted to put a stop to this and say, you know, if you lose control, I'm going to be very unhappy. Well, you put her into the situation, Frank. Right. So. But he didn't bank on her getting um, her emotions involved. And I think that's what he didn't really think about when he sent her because he's a man. So he's like, you know, really go in there, do a job, right. come out, get the information, come back. But I guess he didn't really understand the, the past that they had. Right? Yeah, but I, I think it's a little different, you know, especially for a woman, if they were together, together, mm-hmm. all of these feelings are coming back to her. So she's, you know, kind of torn because now she does like Julian again, but right. at the same time, she's got a job to do. Right. Well, and I so, mean, I think in the end, she's going to end up Almost getting to that point, but then something's going to happen where I believe she's going to see that Julian has a thing for Joanna, and then she's going to go back in work mode. But, you know, I think I think that's true, but I also think that it was kind of, like, what's going on with her that she knows Ben Presswick? I'm s- that that was, but that that was strange and not strange in the, the matter that they're all in the same industry. So you kind of know how, like, people go to, like, bars or whatever. They work in the same industry, and it's, like, all attorneys or all cops or doctors all go to the same spot. And all these people, I think, it just seemed like they were all kind of, like, maybe in the pharmaceutical industry. They all kind of— It sounded like they, like, went to school together because she was— They they may have. But but she did used to date Julian. Yes. And Julian knows—I mean, and Audrey knows Vivian Mm -hmm. and knows the family because of that. 
So, but she says you you hear what she says to him at the bar. She, you know, he obviously from their conversation had already met Vivian, and she's trying to say be careful, all this stuff. And he's like, no, she's not like that. And he's, she's like, right. yes, they're they're all like that. Right. Be careful. And then she says, you know, I have a way to kind of get you in there. Good. So I'm I'm wondering if I'm starting to get the feeling that she had something to do with these Lyotrol tests, and I don't think the Lyotrol tests are right. I'm starting really? to think, yes, because just the way she's acting and every time she sees Julian, have you noticed how she's get like this episode? She's kind of uneasy. She's really uneasy. Like she has something to hide. That's so a maybe, very good point. That is a good That's point. That's what I'm saying. And, OK, so maybe just maybe the the information, like you're saying, maybe the, the test results were doctored That's, to be negative yes. and they're really the all positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, and she probably you know. had Ben do like make sure you put this on the server, exactly. so we can make it like a cover up. Tell Vivian and right. all this stuff. So then it went left when Vivian got killed, and right. now you know, and it was all a plot for the competitor to get their drug to market first. Well, we've got three episodes left, so I think Ooh. that we're gonna find out be it. because I know, right? <laughs> we cracked the case. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, next show. Uh, so, <laughs> So maybe that's what Julian's going to find out when he goes to Thailand because he's going to go off to Thailand and Joanna's like, that's a very brave thing. I think that's courageous of you to do that, blah, blah, blah. I wonder if he's going to ask her to go to Thailand with him. I don't know. But if you go to iTunes, you can subscribe to our podcast (laughs) and hear us talk about it. Uh, Make sure you go on there. You tell your friends and your family. And most importantly, you rate us because we want to continue to do this and we want to know what your comments are so make sure you rate us five stars please and tell your friends and family about it it only takes two seconds five five three two one okay i'm not gonna do that commercial okay so (laughs) you guys know where i was going with that everybody should know anyway so will goes to see joanna in the hospital she's a little shaken up and she's like could you stay with me for just a minute? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no. He dissed her so hard. <laughs> but no, he has his face like, no, ain't nobody going to do my boo like that. I'm right. Go, I got something I got to go handle. <laughs> no, uh-uh, it ain't going down. Like, and he had the lips all bunched up. And he was, I'm like, really, dude? Really? <laughs> really, bro? <laughs> okay. Go defend your boo. Yes. But because he went out to take matter into his own hands to go see Bob, he missed out because Julian slid right in again. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. And uh, came to swoop her up and take her home. Yeah. Now, what's funny is Robert called and talk, spoke to Joanne on the phone while she was in the bed and invited her back into the house. To yes, stay in the because house because he suspects something. Yes, because she failed the polygraph. Apparently, those sedatives didn't work. Did she fail the polygraph? She, she that's did. what he they said. He said that? Oh, yeah, okay. he's like she failed the polygraph and she lost half a million dollars in one day. And that's yeah. what he says to oh, Rayburn he when yeah. Rayburn brings him the club that Haverstock gave him. Right. The Kimberly Yeager. Weapon. Now, do you think that she failed the poly? Uh, do you think she uh, do you think she um, failed it on purpose? No, no, no. What? Because she tried to she tried to pass it. Yeah, she by taking something. the drug so she could regulate her heart. But no, 
we saw her looking in the medicine cabinet saying that she was taking care of it. We didn't actually see her take, we didn't see her take anything. I just felt her whole body language was... During the test, her body language seemed like she had taken something. Yeah, I thought she was, she was little, good like, to go. Relaxed. Yeah. Like, yes. No. no. I, I, well, okay. it seemed like she had taken something. But she apparently something. wasn't, she didn't do too good, so she, she failed it. I just think that a cop would know how to fail or pass. Well, just because but that's they, what the drugs at, were for. Right. That's how. That's how she knew. Like she already knew what she needed to do to right. pass it was to take those drugs. But apparently, but it's but not one hundred percent. But she. But she didn't. And you would think that because she's a cop and that she's undercover, and she, you would think that she would have done. She would have knew the best option in order to in order to uh, to pass the test, and she didn't. So I feel that maybe she chose not to on purpose. Maybe because this was a setup to get back into the house. Am I just a little off or something? No, I, y'all? I don't know about that. I can't. One. I can't agree with you, sir. I cannot co-sign. Yeah, on, I can't co-sign on, on that one either. Because <laughs> but I, it is I, an interesting hypothesis. It is an interesting hypothesis. So I just <laughs> <laughs> bad American ladies and gentlemen. I just think that she failed it. Mm-hmm. Plain yeah. and simple. I just think she failed the test. She tried to pass it. She failed, and. Now Robert is going to bring her into the house and use the accident as an excuse so he can figure out what's really going on with her. I mean, that would make anybody yeah. fail the lie detector test and lost half a million dollars in one day. Yeah, something's mm-hmm. going on. And so he She should be to. more suspicious, too. Right. She should well, be way more suspicious. It's easy for her to not be suspicious. She's this guy... I mean, yeah, old I guess. enough to be her dad. She's maybe her him. granddad. And she's known him since she was a kid. And he is playing concerned. She just got into a car accident. Yes. Why couldn't she have said? So he's playing the role, and he's doing a good job. Do you think? She, <laughs> do you think Joanne should have said that she was attacked? Should she have said that she was attacked? Yeah, because she lied and said that um, she got into what did she say? She a said car accident. She car said she got into a car accident. Which, that, yeah, I was wondering the same thing. Like, why didn't she just go ahead and say this man? He attacked me when we were in the parking deck as I was getting the money. I think she should have said that as well. And knowing if they have, if they're in some high security building, there will be cameras in the garage, which would confirm would that show that she was attacked at gunpoint by this dude. Yeah, and yeah. took her off in a car. Like, you know, and then the whole half a million dollar thing was it wasn't like she can conspire to do this. It wasn't planned. It was like spur of the moment. It was just gave it to her. Okay, go. To but even bank. still, he might think that she conjured this whole thing up like, hey, come to this parking deck. I'm going to have all this money. Attack me. And then act like, you know, because in his right. mind, he's trying to figure out who his enemies are. So right. he might be thinking, right. yeah, That's she true. really does. Have, you know, she's really trying to get my money. But Joanne should also have been cautious once. Bob said that, you know, money can be replaced, but you can't be replaced. He sh- her, that should have been a red flag. And that because, was right after Will told her, it's like, yeah. this man don't care about nothing but money. Yeah. Because, blah, blah, blah. Like you said, rich people, no. With money, whether if it's $5. But she is, she, she, it, it, the whole emotional history of, you know, their history, she's growing up with him, and that would mask that. So as far as, She's concerned. He's considering her part of the family. Yeah. So, and he's all about family. So that can be a little blurry. Those lines can be blurred as far as, you know, plus she's just been attacked and she's still shaken up over that. So being invited back into the home is more of a like, okay. Yeah. And I think she's looking for some, some TLC right now because of course she tries to ask Will for it. And he was like, I'm out, boo. 
And, right. you know, she'll at this point, she'll take any kind of love she can get. She almost died. So <laughs> I get it. Get it. All right. So let's talk about this Haverstock and Mia get together. Her and I love how she was like, hey, what's up, bio dad? dad. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. I'm sorry. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that it was, was funny, funny too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he has her come to the office and then they go hang out and make fun of people on the street. Yes. And it was kind of somewhat endearing. But I do like how the writers made her savvy enough to know, like, What's the deal? You want something, dude. Yes. And remember I said that? Remember, like, last week when he said, um, you know, I really want to to get my my only child got taken away from me. The woman I love got taken away from me. And I I think when I said last week that he has something to, like, there's a plan. This this was his plan. Mm -hmm. And now we find out this week it's because he's got leukemia and he's dying and he needs a bone marrow transplant. (sighs) <sighs> this guy is a straight politician, dude. I swear. He is. And you know dude. what I appreciate, though? He was like, I wish that I could tell you that when I saw you that it filled a void in my heart. <laughs> but it didn't. <laughs> like, that was cold. <laughs> he kept it real on that part. He did. <laughs> he's kind of a cold SOB, this guy. <laughs> he, he's narcissistic, oh. just like she said. Like, big, old, hairy, narcissistic. How does she describe him when they were breaking yeah, people she down? Said that. She's like, so basically, what do you want? Yeah. When he mentioned what he needed from her, I had a so what who cares moment because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't, I don't know if to believe him or not. Well, I don't know whether to believe him or not either because they were, you know, he was telling Kyle, I want her to want to donate the bone marrow to me. So it didn't seem like I mean, it was she a. she can't give it, you. Her bone mirror. If she says no, like right, but he, I think it's real. But he said, but I, he said he wants her. Like the way that it was worded, it was like he wants her to to want to go ahead and do it. But it seemed for reasons other than really having leukemia. So maybe he doesn't have. It's like he's playing a game. Maybe he really doesn't have leukemia and he has another play on the table. What do you What do you need bone mirror? Tra- I, I mean, is he going to sell it on the black market? Like well, that doesn't what, mean he's actually going to do it. I, he he needs her blood. He needs to, I, for some reason, he needs, you know, she has to do a blood test. So is there any reason why that he would need the blood test for, I don't know, because it's no secret that that's his child. But I just, I wasn't convinced that he was sick and that he was dying and he needed a bone transplant. I just, I didn't believe him. That I just didn't. Sense. So they're going to take care of bone marrow and just sell it to the highest bidder. I mean, I get your pers- I get your perspective because again, why would someone lie? But this is Haverstock. Like true. he's a bum. Very true. He's very conniving, and just even the way when he agrees to do something, mm-hmm. when 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 uh when Haverstock and Bob and he was like, I we I'm one a new deal, and he was like, okay, like he just doesn't seem to give a damn. Yet he has something planned in the back of his and you know in the back of his mind, like he has a a different motive. So I just don't believe that. He's sick and that he's dying. I John Larroquette, I got to give him props again. This dude is playing this character. Like, you don't know what angle this guy is coming from. Yeah. This Haverstock guy, is he's playing the heck out of this character. Night right? Court trained Night you court. well. Night Court. John Larroquette. <laughs> so, Will. Will him's tail up. Yes, he does. Interrogates him on this, uh, his relationship with Sophia. Tries to figure out what the deal is with can that. You, the whole thing in the car with the ashtray. Mm-hmm. Can you explain that? 
So what happens is that car belonged to the Russian guy that was shot. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, you know, Russian mob, mafia, they're into everything, drugs, whatever, guns, weapons, everything. And so Will says that he used to work narcotics. So one of the things they train you in narcotics is to check for hidden pockets mm-hmm. in vehicles because most drug dealers have them. So, you know, this the other assistant dude, what's his name? The cool dude that works with Will. I think his he, name is Nate. Okay. He He's he funny. was saying like, hey, we already checked the car. There's nothing here. And Will's like, nah, there's got to be something. So, of course, they check the hidden pockets oh. and sure enough, there is one. It's Gabe, sorry. Gabe, okay. It's Gabe. So, yes, they he checks it and he finds a hidden pocket and that is what has the jump drive that was on Vivian the night she died. Right. So that's how they connect the dots and say, hey, this is who killed Vivian. Because how else would they have gotten this? I got that part, but just the whole thing with the narcotics and the, the pieces and the, the parts in the car, that's what I didn't get. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Continue. That was a little blurry for me as well. But, mm-hmm. I mean, when it came to the investigation or the interrogation with Teo, we found out that he was handling the payoffs for Wyatt's protection in jail. In prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the Latin Kings. Right. So that was very, that was a, 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 a big piece of information for Will to yeah. be able. So when he went to go confront Robert, it was kind of like he oh. dropped that bomb. So now Robert is like, who was Wyatt? Who was Wyatt? So mm-hmm. who was Wyatt? Who but was Wyatt? On. You like how, I, I really like how Will just went up in the house gangster. Like, like you you know, but you hear the housekeeper like, excuse me, you can't come in. And he just walks in like, hey, Robert. But when he, once again, why don't they have security. any security at their house? Yes. You they need a gate up, or something. You can't just walk up in somebody's house that's worth that kind can of you ima- That's crazy. Can you imagine walking into the Jackson comp- compound in Encino and you just w- w- walk in? <laughs> yeah, like, you can. Just, You'll get shot in the kneecap, though, I promise you. Well, you walk my, up in there, you'd be dragging my, a leg. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> FBI you know. agent and no FBI agent. They're like, oh, you got a badge? Oh, you should have told us that before. That's just, I don't understand how all of these people keep coming to this house. See, that's the soap operationist of the show yeah. that kind of irks me a little bit. Like how those kinds of things, like normally we'll come out, I need to speak with Robert Bowers, FBI, yada, 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 and then barge away. So just don't, you walk in, there'll be some, some sort of security. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, Usually at a house of that, it's not even a house. It's like a compound, and there's like a little shack with a guard in it at the front. Like, yeah, that's what they should say? have. Yeah, they should have something like that. I mean, that's Goodness. what the boss ballers do. At least that's what I'm going to do when I have my $10 billion home empire. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he finds out that Teo is the one muling money for Sophia to the Latin Kings to protect Wyatt inside. Now Robert wants to know. Who is Wyatt? And what does she say in her most serious face ever? He's a drug dealer. Yes. And I didn't want to tell you because yes. I was Vivian's drug dealer. Right. And she he was. He said he had pictures me. of her. Naked. Yes. Was it naked pictures? She just said pictures. Just said pictures of her. I thought it was like really like, hmm, interesting. It was a very good lie, though. She was a very High good liar. Manasa. Very good. I, like the fl- <laughs> I also like the flashback when yes. she was talking with Wyatt and she was like, he wants me to marry me. You know, um, he's in love with me, but it's I'm in love with you. Yeah. And it's a lot of money. So I could put the money away for us to start over. Right. And so... And then, of course, we go back to Karen, and then she basically lies and is like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I got your back. Right. But I, I'm starting to think that she really does have Robert's back because remember in the last episode how she asked um, Haverstock to make sure Wyatt doesn't get out? 
right. mm-hmm. winds up for parole. Right. If she really still loved him, she'd be like, yeah, let's go. I've been putting this money away. Let's go run away. But now I think she's like, I like the life I live. Yeah, yeah I think initially she was not in love with Robert. I yeah. think she... That was a plan. Yeah, I think she got with him for the money purposes and she probably really did think why well, I was going to be out. She got used to that lifestyle and I think she grew to love uh, um, Robert Bob and she's probably fell out of love with Wyatt. Well, I mean, yeah. how can she? Yes, he, yeah, he's locked he's up. He's been I mean, locked yeah. up for what? At least a minute. Yeah. 15. It's been no, a long time. Yeah, like at least 17 years. Me is 16, so. But that's going to come out as well, that whole murder thing with the flashback oh, yes. we saw last week. Yeah. I don't think she killed. So mm. let's uh, jump into news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Okay, so do we have news and gossip, Meg? Yes. Well, a couple of weeks ago, Megan Good and her husband, Devon Franklin, uh-huh. uh, did a talk at this this big church called One Church International in Los Angeles. I missed and it, too. they were talking, it was for Valentine's Day, Aww. and they were talking about their relationship. And one of the things that they were saying is that um, Devon couldn't believe that people had an issue with him marrying Megan, you know, because he's like, what's wrong? Because he's actually an, an ordained minister. Right. And, you know, people are like, you're dating this sexy harlot. And he's like, you don't know her. She's not like that. That's just some of the characters she plays. And she also mentioned, she said, people think that I just found God when I met him a, a couple <laughs> years ago. She's like, but I really have known God like my whole life. All right. So that was very interesting, you know, to, to show because it showed a different side of her. And, right. you know, sh- she put out there that, they're actually on the same page and she's she plays characters and she plays characters very well to the point where people think that that's really who she is and and she also was celibate with um with her fiance she mentions that too about about when he was her fiance yeah right so interesting there's a very interesting speech you can find it online yes he who cast don't cast the first stone people (laughs) people Leave people alone. (laughs) All right. So let's go into predictions for season one, episode nine of NBC's Deception. Go ahead and go, Bam. You go first. Bam Erickson. Predictions. Episode nine, season one, NBC's Deception. Go. I'm excited because Joanna's mom... uh, will be appearing in the next episode. And I love the lady who plays her. She was in Law & Order. Is that Essie Potha Murkison? That, mm, yes, I believe that's her name. Okay, and she was also in Lincoln. She was, uh, she was Tommy Lee Jones's uh, mistress, the the color yes. lady. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I'm excited to see her because she always does great work. And so what's going to be interesting is Robert apparently invited Joanna's mom because Joanna was shocked to see her mom with Robert. So now we have three episodes left, and there's so much to be revealed. And now her mom is coming into play. So the question is, where has her mom been? What's the relationship? You know, was she and uh, Robert? Did they have an affair? Like, what led to Joanna living in a house with these white people? Right. And where was the mom all this time? And now she's back. It's like the imitation of life. That movie (laughs) in the back of the day. (laughs) 
Almost. Um, okay. okay, episode predictions to episode nine. Right. Megan Thomas, go. I, I think um, with Joe and his mom coming back, she's going to be off her rocker because mm-hmm. that's a whole other element of emotions. Um, so sh- I think her judgment is going to be really cloudy mm-hmm. going forward. And I also think that the stuff is going to hit the fan from Audrey. Mm. I think it's going to be revealed that she is behind all of this um, this cover-up that's really not a cover-up. Okay. Well, my prediction is that Julian is going to invite Joanna to Thailand. And I don't know how long he's going to stay, How you know, if it's going to be like one of those quick trips that they do within the episode like they did the Bahamian trip. But he's going to invite her. She might go. And when she comes back, that's when the mom is sitting there waiting for her. Like... Hi, mommy is here. He's just—he's doing this obviously to weed out information and find out stuff about her. So makes sense. I think uh, that some maybe some sparks may fly again because he seems to keep impressing Joanna. She feels like being impressed. Mm. <laughs> anyway, juicy. Honey. Until next juicy. week, where can we find you guys? You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bam Erickson. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club Thaddeus. You can also find me here on Tuesdays at 11 p.m. with Bam Erickson and Nick Purdue for CBS's Vegas. Until next time, after buzzers. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 